Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew. And I'm Kelly. I said it with a different cadence, and you looked like I, like, shot you. I guess I was just a little bit surprised because sometimes I, there's, like, a lot more buildup, and uh-huh. I, we were just having, like, a normal conversation, and then all of a sudden you were like, <laughs> hello, everybody, and I was like, what just happened? There was no bit. There was no, like building chorus it just happened yeah usually i'm like how are you ready and then you're like yeah and then it's just silence yeah i had to like double check that i'm recording i mean it's like hello everyone like it's always this long (laughs) gap before i start but this one was like are you ready to go yeah yeah oh hello everyone (laughs) at at least it kept my uh my energy up yeah that's Uh, good so how have you been this week kelly how was your week oh you know i've been fine um nothing crazy uh happening for me going to a baseball game tomorrow um and then that? another one um on sunday what what's that i don't know I, I i saw the word game in it and i said oh i can do that but when i read what we would have to do i was like what i have to go someplace and be outside and see people so we'll see if i you know is that like that uh that PlayStation? I forget what the MLB game's called. What's it called? The show. MLB the show. Is that like that game <laughs> called MLB the show? Is it related? I yeah, I think maybe. Maybe I should play it in preparation. I don't know. Yeah, or like Mario uh Super Super what's it called? It's not Strikers. Strikers Sluggers? is a soccer one. Sluggers. Mario Super Sluggers. Yeah. Is it like that one? Um, yeah, I think so. But maybe less like fun. Let me know if King K. Rule is there. Okay. I will. And Daisy. Daisy. Hi. I'm Daisy. <laughs> She's so crazy for that. Yeah, I hate her. Oh, wow. Okay. I feel like it's a pretty known thing. Anybody who's ever played Smash with me just knows how ex- supremely I hate Daisy. I feel like that's a little bit homophobic, but... Uh, no, because I love Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about that. It's about her horrifically shrill voice. Okay. Okay, that's fair. And also, like, extremely inflated sel- sense of self-worth. Wow. If I've ever met a narcissist, it was Daisy from Sarasaland. Oh, my goodness. Um. Well, so anyway, getting into the news this week. <laughs> <laughs> um. Everybody's favorite farming simulator, Stardew Valley has now officially sold uh, more than 20 million copies um, and hit the 20 million mark in March of this year, so two months ago. Um, and it's it's just getting bigger and bigger, which is great because, as we all know, I love Stardew Valley, um, and I feel like it's a really good game, and I really like the creator. So all around wholesome news. I I think what blows my mind about the story, because 20 million, I heard that and I was like, yeah, that makes sense. The fact that it is selling better today, according to Concern to Eight, than it ever has is insane to me. Like games don't, there's evergreen games, you know, like Mario Kart and, and like, I don't know, Mario Kart that just sell <laughs> consistently through a console's life cycle, but they don't get bigger. They just kind of hold their ground and sell to most new owners. This is insane that it's selling more now than, you know, in the in past years. I've never yeah. heard of such a thing. Yeah. I think it's a testament to the upkeep of the game um, to still be providing, like, new content and patches 
and stuff, however many years. I mean, it came out on the PC in 2016, I think. Um, so, you know, that was like six years ago. So I think it's just a nice testament to the care that has been put into the game. And, you know, obviously the more people that play it, the more they're going to be like, oh, my God, you got to play this game. Plus, it's a, it's so freely available. I mean, you could get it on console, you could get it on PC, you could get it on your phone. It's it's easy to get. Yeah, I. You don't really, even have to have a console, you know. It's exciting because it's such it's one person, you know. Concerned Ape is the only guy working on this, or was at the time, at the very least. And what a resounding success it was. I know. Another resounding success we found out about this week. This week, Nintendo Switch. Uh, it's a home console, I think. Um, have you heard of it? Have you heard of it, Kelly? The Nintendo Switch. Um, I I have. It's the machine that I use to play Cooking Simulator Two. Oh, well, apparently. So you know. Well, I guess some. It's, I'm glad somebody does. But apparently, it has reached 107 million sales. That means since we've last heard. It has surpassed the Wii and the PlayStation in sales numbers. It is now the fifth best-selling console ever. I am not surprised, especially since it's been out since, you know, 2018, right? 2017? 2017, yeah. Um, This just makes sense to me. It feels like more and more people have Switches. And also, if you consider people who have, you know, Switch lights or whatever they're called, and the new like OLED switches, it just sort of makes sense to me. I think it, it has a longevity, but it is interesting because Nintendo's last console um, was in a very different state. Yeah, at this time, and it's also crazy because like as it stands, I think it's quite likely it'll pass the PS4 because PS4 is currently at one seventeen, and it's sort of stagnating as the PlayStation Five takes the reins fully. So I, I anticipated that it'll pass PlayStation 4, and then in all likelihood it'll probably pass the Game Boy and Game Boy Color as well, since those are 118. Which, I mean, I don't think it can reach DS and PlayStation 2 levels. Those are the top two at 155 each. But still, like this, this device that Nintendo kind of threw a Hail Mary on is now the fifth and soon-to-be third best-selling video game console ever. That's I didn't part of me felt like game console sales were always going to drop and we were never going to see another one in the, like the top five. So color me impressed. You said Hail Mary. What is that? I've never. That's not from a sport. It's from um, Mario. Did they play football in Mario ever? Mm-mm. Then I would not have known what that is. So I would like <laughs> to retract my statement. That a switch is a throw of faith. It's a it's they put a lot of faith in that switch that okay. there's Nintendo Switch. Okay, I'll take it. I'll accept it. Thanks. Um, speaking of console sales, um, the PS Five has released its earning report. So the console itself has reached an overall sales of over nineteen. 0.3 million units. But they missed their sales target. Womp womp. I 
this number is not like that doesn't make sense to me because I feel like there's still this narrative that like they are unattainable and they kind of are. But 19 million, like that's a lot of units. That kind of sounds like people who want them got them and now it's sort of a more mass market product. But I also know that it's not. So that number right. seems insane to me. Right. And why is it like why did they shoot so high? <laughs> I mean, why was why was their sales target so high for yeah. this year, knowing very well that we were still experiencing shortages and supply chain issues? It yeah, it's not really like the first year where they were kind of in the dark and didn't know exactly how it would end up. This is this is known. We knew. We knew. If Kelly and Andrew knew, I think Sony also should have knew. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh. Are you excited by this news? Are you quaking in your boots? Um, I'm feeling pretty indifferent about this news. I'm not going to lie to you. I do have a PS5 in an undisclosed location. <laughs> it's in your house, right? But nobody needs to know that. Uh, you're right. Uh, it's in my house. <laughs> Kelly's PS5 is in my house. It's in my house. I mean, it's in Andrew's house. Where's my PS5? In my house. Audience, you cannot see, but I'm scratching my head. <laughs> Audience, you cannot see, but I am not scratching my head. Yeah, because you're the one who said that my Switch is in... I mean, my PlayStation. I What's a Switch? I don't... I shouldn't do bits. It's so hard for me to remember what bits we're doing at any <laughs> given time. Some of the bits just don't make sense. Yeah, like Like, they just kind of start, this. and then and then <laughs> we just keep going, and it's like, we probably don't have to keep going. You know what I mean? Like, the bits, it, it can die, you know? Yeah. Um... Well, something you might be able to play on your PlayStation 5 this October 25th is the exciting release of Gotham Knights. We got a gameplay demo for this game as well as that October 25th release date and news of the cancellation of the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One versions. This is a two-player co-op action game set in Gotham, as you may have gathered. You can play as various Gotham characters from the Batman series, such as Nightwing and the Red Hood. That's that's who we saw in this gameplay demo. Um, Kelly, I know you're a big a Batman fan, right? Uh, sure, yeah. Was this news uh -huh. exciting? Did you like the trailer? No. Oh. Um, oh. I didn't dislike it. I just it looks kind of looks kind of bad. Yeah. It like vis I, visually it's good. But Yeah. I don't know. It just looks so generic. Even the UI looks very generic. It looks like Batman Arkham Light. Yeah. Like it looks like a, a lesser version of the Arkham series. It's surprising to me that they canceled it for the PS4 and Xbox 1 because it does not look like technically impressive no to me they must have really just been having trouble optimizing it and they decided to just bail yeah it's Plus, crazy uh, well go ahead i i think the story would have been interesting of like you know red hood and nightwing because those are both you know like robin characters but i don't know it just looks so bland to me i'm kind of a hater i think it's just I don't hate it. I just found it boring. 
I wasn't yeah. excited by this. And like I think they kind of latched it on to the announcement of the of the Suicide Squad game to keep mm. to give it excitement. But when you get rid of that link, I don't I don't care anymore. Yeah. Also, games that are intrinsically multiplayer that have single player functionality are kind of I always question because if your game is built for multiplayer first, can it really function on a single player right. as a single player game? Right. It's a valid question. Well, I hope that you were excited this week for a game. See, I, I know what this story's about, so no matter what you say, this this is really a rude setup. Rude? Rude. You're like, oh, I hope you're excited. Oh, you're right. It is rude. I'm yeah. sorry. I take it back. Um, So, something very unfortunate has occurred. There you go. <laughs> Bethesda <laughs> has announced that they are delaying Starfield and Redfall to the first half of 2023. Um, They did this in a tweet with a graphic... That was basically just like, um, the games are delayed. Thank you guys so much for being so excited for these games. But we aren't going to release them this year uh, because we're just too ambitious. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I love your I li I really like this. This uh, what's the word? Anthropomorph. No. What's the word when you give human traits to something? Anthropomorph. Anthropomorphize. I think that's drawings where you make animals into that. Humanizing. I don't know, then. Humanizing. Humanizing. I, I like guess. the way you humanize Bethesda. Thank you. Um. I. 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 And we kind of talked about this a little bit, but it's like I can't really be disappointed because we really haven't seen anything, except for a very brief teaser. Um, so I don't know. I think we'll definitely see more in June at the Xbox showcase. Ooh, yeah, that should be exciting. Um, and I think it'll be good having this going into that because now we don't have, you know, you know, we won't have this big like hype thing. And then for them to be like, Ooh, sorry, we're, we just want you guys to have the best possible game ever. It so we'll see you next year. It would have stung a lot more if we had seen the game. I yeah. agree. I also don't really even know, like, Redfall. Like, I don't, I, you know, it's kind of an unfamiliar, I don't remember it. It was how they closed off the showcase last year, remember? And we were both like, that's how you're closing the showcase? That seems like a random game. Oh. It was like that, it's a vampire oh. multiplayer shooter. Oh, God. Yeah, okay. Now <laughs> it did also feel weird having these two things linked in their delays. Yeah, that's interesting. Um Yeah, we'll see. I am like so done like game delays, it's like you can only say so much about them and it's like they're not consistent. They can make a game good, they can make a game bad. It, there's just no way of knowing what this would ever do. So wait and see. We'll wait and see, I guess. I think the only thing that is weary for me is that 2022's latter half was looking very nice going into the year. 
and now leaving the year. Well, they're not leaving the year yet. But as we start to get release dates for the latter half, I, I, it's looking less good. It's looking less exciting. It is. Not bad, but the losing Starfield and Breath of the Wild 2 definitely took a little bit of wind out of my sail. Yeah. I think it also sets it up very interesting for, you know, what is really the only remaining, like, huge release this year. This year, quote unquote, which is supposed to be God of War. Um, but I don't know. We haven't really heard from them on their No, we heard levels. that tweet. Oh, yeah, you're right. That was like two weeks ago. How he was like, oh, uh, yeah, it'll come out this year. And I'm confident yes. of that. A very confident tweet. That's right. We had a whole discussion about that. Well, I mean, at this point, we still have that Harry Potter game. We still have, you know what? I'm just, I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna talk about what we still have theoretically, okay? Okay. And this is gonna be a game, Kelly. You're gonna tell me if it comes out this year, okay? It's a yes or okay. no game. Okay. Plague Tale Requiem. Yes. Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. No. Yeah, that's that was. That was <laughs> um, Bayonetta three. You're allowed to say no, even though it it will hurt. Yes. Oh, thank you. Have a nice death. No. I mean, yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> to think about it. God of War Ragnarok. Sure. Okay. If that's what they think. Hogwarts Legacy. Yes. Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see why that one would need delayed. Well, I guess Redfall can be taken off this list. Replaced? Ooh, I forgot about Replaced. That's yeah. that pixel art. Yeah, that pixel art scary game. Out. Ooh, I got a good one for you. Skull and Bones. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I love that laugh. Uh, Slime Rancher 2. Uh, yeah. Somerville. I don't even know. Probably. Probably, yeah. Lords of Lords of the Ring. Lords Lord, of Dance. <laughs> Lord of the Rings Gollum. Oh. Um, I'm a hard no on that one. I don't think so. We haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Sonic Frontiers? No. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> or yes, but shouldn't have. <laughs> Stray? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then the last two are Suicide Squad and Breath of the Wild sequel, so I Oof. guess those two are answered already. Well. And we still have Forspoken in October and Saint Saints Row in, what, November? Or no, that's August. Wait, late I think you got delayed, didn't it? It was originally I think August like was, April? yeah, August is the delayed date. So. Ugh, I don't know. It's gonna. It might be a quiet holiday season, but also E three time, or I should say June game conference time, could really blow the lid off this pickle jar, if you will, and we could see what what pickles we're getting this holiday season. Okay. I sure hope that those pickles host Smash tournaments because if they don't, I'm not interested. Hey, you know what? You should be interested though. In in is. <laughs> is it related to pickles or your no. inability to speak despite yeah. being a podcast host yes okay 
(laughs) (laughs) So, back again this week, we have a very exciting word from our co-sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Sentry, a new esports organization from Pittsburgh. Uh, Their team runs tournaments for Smash and other competitive video games. Um, You can find them on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pghcentry. So that's P-G-H-S-E-N-T-R-Y. Or you can go to their website, which is smackcentry.gg. So that's S-M-A-K century.gg to find more info about attending or viewing their content. Kelly was so excited that she punched her microphone. She could not, like the entire time she was swinging her hand around in the air like like a senile politician who is telling you what to think and then just whacked her microphone. I did do that. Yeah, I did. Thanks, Um, Century, for sponsoring. I'm sorry that Kelly is that enthusiastic that she felt the need for violence. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sometimes I just get really carried away. We should um, and just, I hope that you can forgive me. We should just settle it in Smash. Okay. Or we could settle it in Ooblets. Nintendo ah. held a indie showcase this past week. They showed off a number of games. If you're interested, I recommend going to look. But the two highlights here at Talking Games are Ooblets, which is a farming simulator game where you don't farm plants you farm ooblets which are little little dudes that follow you around and do tasks and do things and they're adorable and they're very oobly and i don't even know what to say it's just it just looks so cute this trailer had me like on the floor because it was so adorable and also looked like (laughs) a really fun farming simulator yeah i love anything that has the word oob in it hmm (laughs) Well, it's coming out summer of 2022. Oh, very nice. On Nintendo Switch. And another game that we saw that we saw was from AgroCrab, developer of uh, Going Under, a game that I quite liked from last year. This is a game where you play as a small hermit crab and you have a little fork. And it's a Souls-like game, or as they fondly call it, a Shells-like game. <laughs> and uh, what do you think of these games, Kelly? How do you feel about them? Um, I thought they were both very cute. I, I really liked the little agro, agro crab. I had a hermit crab when I was really little. And I like that he uses different things for his shell. I think if you're going to have a video game with a hermit crab, he needs to have some shell flexibility, you know. A can, a teacup. I want to see some crazy funky stuff. Um, they're both very cute. I probably won't be playing either of them. Well, maybe. I don't know if I would like to buy them. Um, but I appreciate them for what they are. I feel like Ooblets specifically looked like it was up your alley because it's a farming simulator. Yes, Ooblets was very, very cute, I have to say. I do love all the colors, and I like all the pastels, and I like all the little guys. (laughs) The little Um, Ooblets. Maybe I will play. I don't know. It's hard to say, Um, because they are really, oh, my God, they're really cute. I'm sorry. I'm just watching the trailer again. It's okay. Um, Take a deep breath. (laughs) 
<laughs> I just love any game with a little guy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Fall Guys, amazing. Oh, that's Those are a bunch now. of little guys. That's news. I guess it's so it's mild enough I could just drop that. They announced that it's coming to Switch and Xbox in June for free. <gasps> oh my god. Sorry I didn't put that in the sheet. It didn't seem big until you said Fall Guys. Everybody calm down. I'm sure you have a news story that can calm everybody right down. <laughs> um, so some very big news out of EA Sports. Um, they have ended their partnership with FIFA. Um, and they will be EA Sports Football Club starting next year. FC. It's it is FC like on all the branding. So I'm assuming even though it stands for football club, they'll probably just call it FC. Yeah. It's probably a localization thing. Yeah. Um, and then FIFA will be looking for a new development partner. So kind of a weird story. I don't, I guess, I don't know. It's the last chunk for me. Cause if, if FIFA was just changing to EA sports FC, I don't think this would be the biggest story in the world. The fact that FIFA will be looking for another developer is kind of crazy to me. And presumably within like the next year or so, they, they will execute that. And for a lot of like, general public gamers they might go out to buy the new fifa game and then buy fifa instead of ea sports fc and come home with a half-baked game because realistically how are the, like ea sports has been able to make a game every year because it's like not that different but if another developer starting from scratch are they really going to be able to put one out in this in a year that's of similar caliber yeah i know we had talked about this last year I think because that it was originally they were talking about it a little bit last year, like last fall. Oh, yeah. Those rumors. I forgot. Yeah. Or maybe it was earlier this year. I can't remember. Time doesn't isn't real. for no, me. It's not but <laughs> I do think this is interesting because it's like, how are the games going to be like substantially different? Are the FIFA games just going to be like awful? Like you were saying, like half baked or is it going to be like same stuff and we have the World Cup? You know, it, it's just. It's a little bit weird. It seems like, you know, EA did most of the developing, you know, because that's what they do. Yeah. What did FIFA do other than give its name and its, like, sponsors and its branding? Gave its name and sponsors and branding. That's it. Right. <laughs> so what are they, how are they going to make a game um, and have it actually be a realistic competitor? It's like they can't. But you're right. People probably will be confused and then people will buy the wrong game and they'll be like, oh, these games aren't good anymore. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably going to hurt both of them in the long run. And I don't care. Yeah. Um, do you want to know who my favorite football team is? <clears throat> who? The Raccoon City Zombies. Oh. Netflix okay. released a new trailer, the first trailer, for its Resident Evil show, the one releasing on July 14th, we got a, a look at New Raccoon City, some of the laboratory stuff, some zombies, some violence, a CGI teddy bear for just one second. <laughs> uh, I will say that this does not look how I thought it would. I really was just expecting, like, a kind of weird cheap version of like the original the original mansion storyline and this is very much not that it it looks a little bit uh weird it looks like 
Like, were they trying to be camp? Um, I don't know. But I do think it's interesting how they just have that Resident Evil movie, too. It's like, what are we doing? Like, are we... <laughs> We're yeah. just like playing around in the in the IP. Like I don't get it. This um, at least looks like pretty unique. Like it doesn't look like it's trying to recreate anything. It's just taking the ideas and doing something completely new. Maybe. Yeah. Which it might be more interesting. I don't know. I really couldn't get a read on this trailer. I don't know if that was just me. I couldn't get a read on what I was watching or if I liked it. Yeah. I, I do, like, to your point, though, I do think it is interesting how far away Resident Evil has, like, really moved from, I mean, it's so versatile. Like, think about, okay, the first game, you're in the mansion, right? And then the second game, you're in Raccoon City. The third game, you're in Raccoon City. The fourth game, you're in Mexico or South America, I should say, because it's, like, fictional. It's not, there's this, and then, and then the fifth game, you're in, in Africa. And yeah. then in the sixth game, you're everywhere, and it's, you know, you're everybody. And then in the seventh game, you're in like a, a swamp house. Louisiana, and then in the eighth right? game, you're in like a Romanian village. It's like, you know what I mean? So I, I, I get, I understand why there's all these like different things being made. I just am really hesitant with like Resident Evil content outside of the games because I just feel like it's always so like it's camp in the games and that's fun. And it's like, it's like, that's what makes it, you know, but it doesn't always translate really well to live action, the campiness of it. Yeah, it's really going to be hard to tell until we see it. Yeah. What it's going to be like. Right. Um, in other Netflix news. Um, <laughs> what are you sorry, there's, there's, um, sorry, uh, uh, net, <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what's the problem here, Kelly? Um, there's just a little spelling error on our sheet, and I don't know how to speak without um, reading something directly from the page. So so you're telling me that I typed a funny word before the story and you almost just read it as though uh -huh. you are that character from Anchorman? Uh-huh. Do you want to read it how it's written, or do I have to tell people? No, no, no I got it, I got it, I got it. <clears throat> so... A cyberpunk animated, uh, cyberpunk 2077, the game we all know, the game some of us love, um, <laughs> <laughs> an animated series is coming to Netflix. Um, I think we knew this, but we hadn't seen anything like substantial behind it. Um, but they are going to be showing it off um, like the first week of June or second week of June, I guess. Um and it's 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 like an anime, so it's the same company who did um, Little Witch Academia and Kill a Kill. I don't know any other animes that they did, but um, it looks like there's a little, there's some little snippets, little bits and bobs that you can catch in this like teaser thing that Netflix put out. But like I said, nothing super substantial. So I don't know. I think it's, I mean, this was like a long time coming. I remember like reading a tweet about this last year. So it's not. You're not excited? It's fine. I mean, I don't know if I'll watch it, but it's, I mean, it's cyberpunk's another one of those things. It's like, it's a very established world because before it was a game, it was a tabletop RPG from like the nineties. Um, and I think that it's hard now. I think things will be marred. 
by the name Cyberpunk. Um, and it will put a lot of people off. But I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it. I'm always hesitant just because I, I don't know. Video games and... At least it's anime and not live action. That's true. And they'll probably be short would be my guess based on their past with animated adaptations. Yeah. And, you know, I say all this, but I really like Castlevania and that was based on a video game. So. And you really like cyberpunk as a series. That's true. I, I really do enjoy cyberpunk a lot. I know a lot of people don't like it and that's fine. Um, so we'll see. Maybe I'll give it a chance. I'll watch the first episode. And then if I like it, I'll keep watching. And maybe I'll talk about it on the show. Hopefully we'll find out about the release date too because I have I would really like to watch that this year. Yeah, I imagine if they're showing it off this year, it'll probably be like later in the fall. Yeah. That's how I'm thinking. Well, to leave behind the video game movie news and to go back into video game news, PlayStation has finally unveiled some of the games coming to its PlayStation Plus services that are launching in June. I am not going to read the list because it is very long. But some of the highlights include Returnal, Ghost of Tsushima, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Death Stranding, Spider-Man, and Spider-Man Miles Morales, and Red Dead 2, and Ape Escape. In all seriousness, there's a very long list of PlayStation 4 games, a decent list of PlayStation 5 games, and then they also started talking about their retro catalog, something that uh, disappointed me because I think the retro selection on PlayStation Now that is coming over to the service is already pretty good, but part of the excitement is that PSP games are coming to the service, and that's brand new, and we only saw... We only were told about one, that being Super Stardust Portable, which is a fine game, but I want more. I want to know more. And they also announced that some of these classic games will be getting like frame rate and resolution upgrades, as well as a select few getting UI updates for the PlayStation 5 slash 4. I'm excited. I think I was very disappointed when I looked at this list and then I was like, oh, I'm stupid. I did not look at the PlayStation Now list. Well, actually, you said I was stupid because I sent you the list. And then you were like, what about PlayStation Now? And I was like, oh. I said no such thing. You didn't call me stupid, but you pointed to the very obvious <laughs> answer. And I just was like, oh. Well, I was just confused because I was I had thought that the same thing. And on the list, it says Red Dead Redemption, Undead Nightmare, but no Red Dead Redemption. So I was like, why would they release the expansion and not the base game? Like, I was very confused. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, duh, PS Now. Um, but yeah, I mean, it isn't the PSP thing is kind of like a little, I don't know if concerning is the right word, but it is a little bit like, well, I would have loved to play Persona 3 Portable again. Um, and that seems like it would be something that they would want to list out. But they only listed out one game. So it's, it's just, like, it's are we waiting concerning. for more or is this really all you're going to give us? It's a hair concerning. I think you're right in that. That's like the only PSP game that I really like feel. I mean, I guess, well, I was going to say Birth by Sleep, but now that I say that, you can play that without a PSP. Yeah, you can play that on console. And I did have the Cars video game That's for on PSP. 
Oh, Cars 3 for the PlayStation 3 or 4. 3. Right. It's on PlayStation now. Right. Sorry. So. <laughs> it's okay. It actually came with the PSP. Actually, now that I say that, I think it was the movie. I don't think it was a game at all. So you just watched Cars. <laughs> so the, the moral of the story is Kelly has seen the movie Cars. <laughs> I've seen Cars 1 and 3. Or no, the one wherever he goes back to uh, to um, whatever it's called. You're not going to, no Salty matter what Springs. you say, I'm not going to be able to tell you which one it is. <laughs> I have not seen Cars 2 or 3. I have not. Four. I have not seen the one where he goes into like and is a spy. There's the one where he's a spy. <laughs> How could a car be a spy? It's so big. No, they're all it's cars, a car. so it doesn't matter. No, that does matter. That does matter. <laughs> he goes to England and he meets a British car, and he's voiced by Daniel Craig. I made that up. <laughs> I'm just. I, I love don't to want tell to talk. Lies. I don't want to talk about cars anymore. And now I will permanently associate the new PlayStation Plus services with cars. I'm sorry. You should Just be. One more thing. What? What's the town called in cars? Radiator, Radiator Springs. Springs. I knew that. Well, I forgot. I've been there. That's not <laughs> I a live joke. There. You could go to like the Radiator Springs in Disneyland in California. Well, and I've we been can't there. We can all go to California. Yeah, I don't need this. I don't need you to judge me, okay? <laughs> so to finish off this week of news, a video game news, the uh, little Dead Space remake that we've been talking about here and there has finally got a release date of January 27th, 2023. Um, weird. January is a weird time, but exciting. Are you? Did you play the original? No, I was too um, weak. I was a baby, and then by the time I was old enough, I didn't have any interest. Uh, I've been wanting to go back and play it, and I feel like I should play it on Game Pass before this remake comes to fruition. Yeah, I think I would like to play the remake, but I'm also kind of like I don't love like body horror and gore. It's not my favorite genre of of horror. It's yeah. not necessarily that it's like it grosses me out. I just feel like once you see one like scary baby monster crawling across the ceiling, dripping blood, it's like you've seen them all. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's only you can only do that like so many times. Right. But I do think Dead Space like, you know, it was the trendsetter for that. I mean, it was the OG in my opinion. It's a pioneer. So I don't think it would be fair of me to make that assessment about this game but maybe i'll play it i don't know i've been like itching for a spooky game you know i really want to play that new game the quarry um mm. but obviously you can't play it yet so soon soon are you playing that on before, launch before dead space right that's out, out that's out in july right july yeah i'll play it at launch i'm excited to hear about that i don't i don't know if i'll play it myself but <clears throat> I'm, I'm excited a big, big fan of Until Dawn. Um, and this looks not, a lot more like it than the others that they've made. Yeah. I was going to say, not so much the other Dark Pictures anthology games, but... It's out in a couple of weeks. It's out on June 10th, not July 10th. Oh, my gosh. Less than a month away. 
literally like three weeks. Um, so since we're talking about games we've played, uh, have you played any? You will be shocked and surprised when I tell you that I have not played any video games other than The Sims and Mass Effect 1. I am shocked. You're right. You're shocked that I have played The Sims and Mass Effect 1. I'm shocked. That is shocking to you. <gasps> That's me gasping. Well, according to you, I didn't play anything this week. I'm just stinky. <laughs> Doctor my sheet. Why don't you tell me and tell the listeners what you've been playing this week? I've been playing a game for the Nintendo Switch called Triangle Strategy. <gasps> I, this is a, a tactics game from the 2D HD team that made Octopath over at Square Enix. It is very beautiful. I am enjoying it a great deal. I think the story is intriguing. The gameplay is fun. I will say my tactics experience is uh, Fire Emblem, and that's it. So not using Fire Emblem mechanics is a little confusing. Like I made a mistake, and I was like, oh, time to rewind. And then I just didn't. I couldn't. That wasn't an option because this game doesn't have that. And I was like, well, I guess that character is dead now. And then also, like, death is expected, so it's much less severe of a consequence, whereas in Fire Emblem, it's kind of built where you're expected to be able to keep every character alive at all times. So losing a character is, is okay, but it feels terrible. Mm. Um, so I don't want to just rant about it too much, because most of my opinions at this point are, here's how it's different from Fire Emblem. And I think after I have completed the game, I'll actually have interesting opinions that are beyond just that ground level understanding i do recommend it though if you want the base opinion without without hearing the review in the next week or two or three then that's the way to go i like it i'm happy for you not as many games as last week yeah well i don't know if you'll ever be able to do as many games as last week again uh that sounds like a joke but i think you're correct because oh my god <laughs> last Just week a was... little, it was a little intense i'm not gonna lie to you why? Because I reviewed games for 40 minutes straight. <laughs> well, maybe. It was just because we took that week off and also I was off work for a little bit and I was just going to town just destroying games from the local library because that was, again, that's always the narrative every week is I got things from the library. But I kind of am expending what they have on offer that I want to play. So right. that will slow down until June when I get the PlayStation Plus Premium. And just want to play everything on it. And want to play a bunch of PS2 games that make me feel happy. It's going to be over for you. Not just, you specifically, like the right. collective you. Yes. It's just going to be a lot of reviews of Ratchet and Clank and Sly Cooper and Jack and Dexter and Shadow of the Colossus. So, sorry about that. <laughs> I'm not. What sorry you, about it. What's the first thing you're going to play on that PlayStation service? Do you know? I don't know. You know, my partner has really been bugging me to play Red Dead. That's probably the best way to do it, too. So I probably, yeah, I probably will. I mean, we have a PS3 and I can play it on there, but the load times are awful. Yeah. Just it, awful. I can't go from what I'm doing now to to the load times that he has endured. 
Yeah. Um, I love Red Dead Redemption. Redemption. That was hard to say. <laughs> I love Red Dead Redemption 2. It's like one of my favorite games I've ever played. So I'm sure, I'm so sure I love the first one, but it's like, you know, I gotta like get through all the technical hubbub. But now I don't have to. Yeah. Hopefully. Just, <laughs> I, hopefully it's a little better. Hopefully they somehow optimize it, but I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Just a few weeks from now. That's kind of weird too. That comes out the same day as the quarry. That's true. It's going to be it... a busy week for me, okay? <laughs> That's also the week of E3 stuff, E3-ish stuff. Yeah, well, now that there's no E3, it's like you got to release all the games now. Apparently. Open the gates. It's also uh, June 13th, not June 10th. Please forgive me. Please, please forgive me. Wow. <laughs> I need to quit. I'm quitting the show. Okay. Thanks everybody for tuning in though, even though I am quitting. <laughs> this has Thanks, been everybody. the final episode <gasps> of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. Wow. It's not. We have more. We got plenty more. Can you imagine quitting this close to a year? <laughs> that would be really disappointing. Like episode 47, two weeks away from our anniversary. <clears throat> and we're just like, nah, we're done. No episode 50, no year anniversary. Bye, y'all. See ya, <laughs> suckers. You thought we would make it to a whole year? Well, no. Wrong. We are weak, and you should have known better. <laughs> but thanks, everybody, for listening. We will see you next week. I promise you that much. Unless something happens that, like, the world ends. In which case, we'll see you in heaven, y'all. I don't know oh. why this went that direction. I'm sorry. That was, like, so dark. Yeah, let's just uh, roll the theme. Roll the theme. Roll it. <laughs> Bye. Bye.